day and welcome to another great message from Mr. Christian Outreach Church. We pray you'll be inspired and equipped by this teaching. For more information on Noosa Christian Outreach Church, please check out our website at noosacoc.org.au. Enjoy. I just really want to share this morning about being overcomers. Um, You know we're called to be overcomers. And sometimes in the church, we feel like we've been overcome. But actually, God has called us to be overcomers. Um, He's called us to be conquerors. He's called us to be people of victory. So, Lord, I thank you this morning for your word. Father, I thank you for everything this morning, the worship, the words that have come forth. Lord, I thank you for your anointing that breaks every yoke. And, Father, I thank you. Father, come this morning. Do what you need to do in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. amen. Overcome means victory success and that is what God has called us to be and to do come on to have victory and to be successful now there's things we have to go through there's things we have to conquer but everything that you're going through God has given you the victory come on he has already called you to be an overcomer. He hasn't caused you to, to live down and out. He hasn't caused you to live in an air. He's caused you. There's times where we go through trials. It says when you go through the fire. It says when you go through the flood. But it doesn't actually say if, but. It says when. But the interesting God says, I'm with you. Come on. He is with you when you go through the fire. He's with you when you go through the flood. But he's with you to get you through it. Come on. You're not going to drown and you're not going to be burnt. You know, we live in such a negative world, people putting people down, media, dog eat dog, come on, doomsday. That's what our world is today. If you see the six o'clock news, you just everything. It's such a negative world. But you know what? We have to have an adjustment in our thinking. If you're thinking small, negative, beaten down, come on, you've got to adjust your thinking. If you're thinking, you know, everything bad happens to me, I'm the least, you've got to adjust your thinking. God's called you to be an overcomer. Come on. Greater is he that is in you. You've got to remember that. Come on. Greater is he that is in you. In Revelation 3, 21, the interesting thing about God is he rewards us when we overcome. Come on. He rewards us. It says this, to him who gives up. Come on. No, that's not what it says. It says, to him who what? overcomes. I'll grant to sit with me on my throne just as I've also overcome. Come on, Jesus overcome so that we would be able to overcome. But the awesome thing of God, he gives us a reward and it says, I've also overcome and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. And then in Revelations 21 verse 7, this is your reward. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. Come on, that's what the Bible says. He who overcomes shall inherit what? All things. All things. So see, you don't want to stay beaten. You don't want to stay negative. You don't want to stay trodden down. Because when you overcome what? It says God gives you all things. All things. Come on. You're called to be an overcomer. Jesus did everything for us. Come on. He overcome everything. He overcome sickness. Come on. He overcome negativity. He overcome everything so that we could be congress. But you know, God isn't just going to come down and wave a magic wand and say, there you are, it's yours. 
You've got to overcome. Why do we got to overcome? Because it puts a strength in you. Come on. It puts such a, a trust in the Lord. When you're going through a difficult season, you push into God. You hang on to him. And then when he comes through, when you make it, come on, you're in that fire. You feel like you're getting burnt up. Come on. You feel like you're in the water and you feel like you're, you're going under. But come on, he's with you. And when you get through it, come on, there's always a reward. It draws you closer to him. It puts more faith in you. And then you're able to release that to someone else. Come on. When someone else is going through something, you're able to say to them, come on, I did it. You can do it. God is with you. You will not drown. Amen. James 1 verse 12 says this, blessed is he who endures. You know, if you're going through stuff today, guess what? You're blessed. Come on. Blessed is he who endures. Come on. Blessed is he who endures. It says for what? For he shall receive the crown of light, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Once again, come on. When you endure, come on. God has a reward for you. He has a blessing for you. He knows what you need to do. He knows the areas that we're weak in. He knows the things that we have to conquer. And there's some things that you have to conquer for your generations. Come on, you have to do it for your children and your children's children. And you know what? That's often the hardest when you're breaking through for a generation. When you're a first Christian, a uh, first one in your family, in the first generation, or you're the first one in your family that's going to stand up and fight divorce, or is going to stand up and fight alcoholism. It's been a generational pattern, and somebody stands up and says, I'm going to fight this. Come on, and you're going to break it, but you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your children and your children's children. Come on, that's an unselfish person. For ourselves, we had to break through. We're first generation Christians. We had to break through alcoholism. We had to break through divorce. But come on, as we did it, it was difficult. It was tough, but we hung on to the word of God. We have to break this. Come on, someone's got to stand in the gap. Someone's got to fight it. But then you have an authority. Once you own that land, it's like, devil, you get off. This is not going to enter into my children or my children's children. So you've got to understand generational curses. I always wondered. They're so difficult and they're so hard to break. And I was saying to the Lord, why is it so hard? Why are these things so difficult? Well, if they've been there for generations and had a doorway through the generation, they don't want to give up. Come on. They want to hang on. They want to hold on. And then the Lord said to me this. He said, if a generational curse is so strong, how much more a generational blessing? Come on. That's what it's for. And now I look at my children and now my grandchildren. I see that, you know, our children have all married as virgins. Come on, all marry someone equally that's in calling and anointing. They've been, Cindy's been married 15 years, Sarah's 11 and Ben's 8. And they're all happily married. Come on, we've broken that curse of divorce on our family. But I see the anointing even now on our little grandchildren. Our um, granddaughter's three prays in tongues. And when I heard my foot. She constantly just go past me every time without us saying anything. She'd lay on my foot, hands on my foot and say, thank you, Jesus, for Nana being healed in Jesus' name. And then just stands there, she ka ba 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 Come on. She's, she's not too young to receive the Holy Spirit. She's not too young to pray in tongues. That blessing gets stronger. Come on. God's power and grace is demonstrated in our life when we cling to him in our trials. 
Come on, God's power and grace is demonstrated in your life when you cling to him in your trials. People are watching you. Come on, the family that aren't saved are watching. Work people are watching you. Come on, you say that your God is everything. Now you're in the biggest trial. What are you doing? Are you clinging to him even more? Or you're dropping out of church? Or you're cursing him? Come on, or you're complaining. People are watching. You haven't come this far to give up. Come on, you haven't come this far to give up. Look at your neighbor and say, you haven't come this far to give up. Come on, keep going. You have to endure to overcome. You've got to endure to get the victory. But you know, the interesting thing, one of the things the Lord showed me is that while you're overcoming, you can have peace in that time. Come on, you can have peace while you're overcoming. See, this depends on where your relationship is with the Lord, where you are with him, because it says this um, in John 20, verse 19, Jesus said, peace to you. And this was in a difficult time. Come on, this is what he often said this. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus come and stood in their midst and said to them, peace be with you. Now, it's interesting. They're going through a difficult time. They're getting threatened and all these things. These people are trying to persecute them, do all this stuff to them. And so what happens is Jesus turns up and says, peace be with you. Now, can you imagine you're going through a most difficult time? You come to your pastors and you say, look, this is the most difficult time. You pour out your heart. You know, I feel like I'm dying. It's so difficult. And they just say, okay, hang on a minute. Peace be with you. Come on, what would you do? Is that all you've got? Is that all you've got to offer me? Come on. But this is what Jesus says. Peace be with you. But see, I see here in verse 21, it says, so Jesus said to them again, peace to you. See, when Jesus repeats himself, it means we didn't get it the first time. I believe what would have happened, he said to them, peace be with you. And they would have said, is that all you've got, Jesus? Don't you understand? They want to kill us. Come on, they're persecuted. They won't let us preach. They were, come on, they wanted a solution. But all he said to them, he said to them again, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and he said, receive the Holy Spirit. He'd already told them, I've left you everything you need. Come on. He already said to them, I've given you the helper, the Holy Spirit, your helper. He's like, don't worry, guys. You've got the Holy Spirit. He will help you in this time of trouble. John 14 verse 26, it says this, but the helper, come on, the Holy Spirit, he is your helper. When you're going through a difficult time, the Holy Spirit enables you. Come on. He helps you. He, he helps you to have strength. He helps you to have peace. And he says he will teach you all things and bring remembrance of all things I've said to you. So what happens is the Holy Spirit will bring remembrance to you. It'll bring remembrance of the prophetic words that the Lord's spoken to you. It'll bring remembrance of the word of God to you, that you're the head and you're not the tail. Come on, that you're an overcomer. He brings back. The Holy Spirit reminds us of the promises of God. And he says this, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Come on, he's given us peace. Not as the world gives it, do I give it to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 
So he's saying, don't be afraid. Come on, don't be troubled. Yes, you're in turmoil. You're in a fight. But come on, you've got the peace of God. You've got the Holy Spirit. You've got the helper. You don't need to be running around crazy and stressed. You just need to call upon the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you, you're my helper. I thank you that when I am weak, you are strong. Come on, we have this inside us. One of his names is Prince of Peace. Come on, that's one of his names in Isaiah 9 verse 6. He is the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 32, 18 says this. My people, are you God's people? Are you God's people? Come on. My people, what? Will dwell in a peaceful habitation. That's what he says. He doesn't say, maybe they'll dwell in it. Come on. Or sometimes they'll dwell in it. If you're God's people, he says that you will dwell in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings, in quiet, uh, quiet resting places. In Philippians 4, verse 4, it says, rejoice in the Lord when it's good. No, come on. It doesn't say, it says, yes, rejoice in the Lord always, even though you're having a hard time. Come on, rejoice in the Lord. We don't just rejoice in the Lord when everything's running great. Come on, rejoice in the Lord always. And then he repeats himself. And again, I say rejoice because I'm sure people would have said at that time, but you don't know what I'm going through. It's a difficult time. I can't rejoice. And he says to you again, I say rejoice. He says, be anxious for everything. No, come on. Be anxious for nothing. So if you're feeling anxious today, the Lord says, be anxious for nothing. But what's the answer? But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Come on, with thanksgiving, with a thankful heart. Lord, yes, this is a tough time, but I'm thankful that you are my God. I'm thankful that Jesus has paid the price. I'm thankful, Lord, that I'm the head and not the tail. I'm thankful, Lord, that you have plans to prosper me. It says, let your requests be known to everybody in the church. (laughs) No, it says, let your requests be known to who? God. Come on, let your request. He wants to hear your request. Come on, let your request be known to him. And see, when we do this, what does it say in verse 7? And the peace of God. Come on, when we're anxious, when we're having a rough time, if we lay our petitions before God, come on, if we call upon the Holy Spirit, we get with God, come on, and we have prayer and we put it to prayer and we put thanksgiving. God, I'm thankful for everything you've done. I'm thankful for you. It says what? The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Come on, the peace of God surpasses your natural mind. Your mind's saying everything's going crazy. I'm going to fail. I'm going to go bankrupt. This is going to happen. But it says what happens is there's a peace of God that comes in the trial and it surpasses your understanding. It surpasses your fear. It surpasses your mind. It surpasses that, yeah, it looks like it in the natural that they're going to take me out. It looks like in the natural that this is going to happen. But then the peace of God, while you're in that turmoil, it comes and it surpasses all your understanding. When you're believing or focusing on negative things, what's the fruit of that? Fear, anxiety, worry. Come on. 
What's the fruit of those things? When you are believing and trusting God, you have peace. Come on, you have peace. It surpasses all your understanding. And verse 8 says this, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, come on, whatever things are true, come on, what's the truth? Come on, what is the truth of your situation? Jesus is my healer, come on. God is my redeemer, come on. God is my very present help, come on. What is the truth? He has given us healing. Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. It says if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Come on. It says meditate on good things. Don't meditate on the negative. Don't meditate on what you're seeing in the natural. Come on. Meditate on these praiseworthy things. Come on. Meditate on the things of God. And it says the things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And what does it say? And the God of peace will be with you. Come on, the God of peace. When you meditate on praiseworthy things, when you meditate on a good report, come on, if you're going through something and you need to listen to your prophetic words, if you've got them, God, this is what you said about my family. This is what you said about my marriage. If you haven't got prophetic words and mixed with your prophetic words is the word of God. Lord, this is what you said about this. This is what you said about my situation. Come on, there is a scripture that you can declare for every situation that you're in, amen? Amen. Give him thanks. I believe the antidote is giving God thanks. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says this, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, be immovable, always abounding in the work of God, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Come on. Your labor's not in vain. What you're going through isn't in vain because God promises. You have to trust God's word over what you're seeing and what you're living in right now. Come on, you've got to trust God's promises over what you're seeing and what you're living in right now. This is how we overcome. I want to give you an example in Chronicles 2020. It says, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Israel. Have faith in the Lord. Come on, number one key. Have faith in God. When you're going through a trial, when you're going through a hard time, have faith in the Lord, your God, and you will be upheld. Come on, when you have faith in God, he upholds us. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. That means have faith in prophetic words. What's been spoken? What's been confirmed? What's the prophetic words over the church, over our nation? After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. And as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. And as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men who were invading Judah, and they were defeated." Come on, you can imagine, you're going through a great trial, a battle. You can imagine what happened here when he comes to them and he says, listen, guys, this is how we're going to defeat the enemy. You're going to go out and sing songs. 
Yeah, that's all right for you. You're not the worship team. Come on. You're not the praisers. It's all right to send us out. Yeah, we're going to get slaughtered. Come on. It seems like a dumb suggestion. It seems like, what? We're going to send the singers out. We're going to sing the praises out. We're going to praise God, and he's going to send an ambush. So what happened is they send them out, and God sends an ambush against the enemies. Now, the interesting thing about this is I love how God backs up his word. There's a 10-year old boy um, over in the US, he was abducted. This guy picked him up and abducted him. And this little boy sat in the car. It says his actions during this terrifying time probably saved his life. Willie said he sang the gospel song every praise repeatedly until the man told him to get out of the car. Come on. He kicked him out of the car. He drove around with him for hours. Come on. And the little boy had only learned that if I praise God, he will send ambush again. So that's all the little boy knew to do. So he sits in this car. Every praise to our God. Come on. Every praise to our God. Every praise over and over again. It was a few hours. Now this man had bad intentions for this boy. Come on. He's abducted him. The little boy, he just sits there and the guy's cussing him, telling him, be quiet, swear, tell him to shut up, stop singing. And the little boy kept singing because that's all he knew to do. And what happened? God sends an ambush. Come on, just like he did for Jehoshaphat. Sends an ambush and the guy kicks him out of his car. Come on. Says, I love it how God backs up his word. Come on, when we praise him, come on, when we give him glory, he will send an ambush against our enemies. You know, I believe we need to be a pop culture. It's a people of praise. Come on. We need to be a people of praise. You know, social media and all of that. You know, it's taken off. Why is it taken off? People want to see how many likes do I get? How many friends have I got? How many people are going to like me? Come on, people want to be praised. They want to be loved. They want to feel loved. That's why social media has taken off so much is because people want to put pictures up and want all their friends to like it and say, wow, you're so pretty. Your haircut looks so good. Come on, that dress looks good. That's what people are after. They want praise. We need to be a people of praise. Come on. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. What an awesome trade. When we all we got to do is, is put on the garment of praise and God takes away our heaviness. I think that's a pretty good swap. Come on. If you're feeling heavy, if you're feeling overcome, come on. It says put on. See, it's a thing you have to do. Put on. We have to make an effort. Put on the garment of praise. Put it on. Come on, put on your praise. Get on your praise. And that spirit of heaviness will leave you. Through David's trials and dark times, he wrote the greatest hymns. Come on, through his most difficult times, David wrote the greatest hymns, which are blessing us today. I want to finish with this. 1 John 4 says this, you are, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Come on, he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. He that is in you is greater than anything you're going through. It's greater than any problem. It's greater than any sickness. It's greater than any trial. Come on, he that is in you. Let's stand this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, we've got to be thankful. You're an overcomer. Come on, you're an overcomer. 
God's called you to be an overcomer. And when we praise him, come on, when we praise him, so simple, that, that spirit of heaviness leaves us. Come on, heaviness will leave when you praise God. When we begin to worship him, not only does heaviness leave us, what happens is he sends an ambush against our enemies. Come on, against our enemies, just as he did for that young boy. Now, Father, we come before you today. Lord, I thank you that I am an overcomer. Come on. I thank you, Lord, that we are overcomers. Lord, it doesn't matter what we're going through. There's nothing too big. There's nothing too high. And Father, right now, we come before you. We ask forgiveness when we've had a bad attitude. Lord, we ask forgiveness when we've not trusted in you. But Father, I thank you today. I am an overcomer. And Lord, I'm going to give thanks to you. I'm going to worship you. And Lord, as I give thanks and I worship you, Lord, you're going to send an ambush against my enemies, Father God. Lord, I thank you. Come on, see yourself as an overcomer. Come on, see yourself praising God. And what I want to do, sorry guys, just at this time, is that to complete off this story, what happened is the guy, Hezekiah Walker, when he heard about this, that this little boy had sung his song and that what the God had done, they actually went, a group of them, to the place where this little boy was thrown out of the car and did this song. So I want to show you this, uh, this clip. And what I want us to do as it's playing, we're ready for that, guys, is I want you to remember every praise to our God. And as, come on, as they'll get into the song, I want you to see every bit of heaviness leaving you. Come on. See yourself as this little boy. Come on, he overcome what the enemy meant as harm for him. This is like they just went to the, po- the place and begin to set up and give glory to God for what he did for this little boy. You've got to watch the people on the street too. It's amazing. But in this, come on, get free. If you're heavy today, if you're going through difficult stuff, come on. As you sing this song, every praise to our God. See everything lifting off you this morning. Come on. We can just turn it up a little bit. That'd be good. Thanks. Come on. Every praise to our God. Every. Come on. If you're heavy this morning, sing it. Come on. Get loose. Get loose. Shake off that spirit of heaviness. Every praise is to our God. Come on, every praise.
Come on. Every praise. We worship you. Every praise. Every praise, Lord. It's to you. It's to you, Lord. You're a healer. You're a healer. Yes, Lord. Yes, amen. Come on, give it up to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every praise, every praise belongs to you, Father. You're our healer. You're our deliverer. You're our everything. Come on, don't you feel good after that? Come on, that's just a few minutes and see how it just, we sort of start off, yeah, yeah, I don't because I know what's going to happen and I love it and just jumps every time I hear it. But then by the end, come on, you get a bit looser. You play that a couple of times at home and tell you that spirit of heaviness will leave you. Come on, you're an overcomer. You're an overcomer. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to minister a few people. You can be seated. Thank you, Jesus. 